You're listening to curated podcasts from the Beyond Infinity radio show, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. Now, John, you've been keeping an eye on, on some of the events in Hong Kong recently. Mm. There was a big shutdown of, I think it was 200,000 Twitter accounts. Yeah, yeah. What this... was the story with that? So we've talked previously on the show about um, how potentially you can monitor, um, you know, gatherings or you know potential harm that could occur through you know what's happening with Twitter or other social media networks because of hashtags, and uh, you know where people are gathering. So whether it be some sort of protest or dissent, and in a way that could be a a good thing if you want to make sure that you are the. Um, you know, monitoring so that there's no, you know, harm done to local population if this is going to be quite an aggressive um, protest. Mm. Uh, Hong Kong hasn't been that. Hong, Hong Kong has been, uh, for the most part, it's actually been very peaceful. Mm. I've got uh, friends that live yeah, in Hong Kong. Yeah, you've I've been to Hong Kong a couple of times. It's, mm. It is a, a beautiful place. I, mm. I love it. I can't mm. wait to it's get back. It's got a great there. buzz, hasn't it? it, it it's mm. an amazing place. Mm. And when we t- when you're talking about uh, hearing reports of a million plus people out on the streets every weekend mm. and and, uh, you know, late at night, uh, they're, they're peacefully protesting. Yes, there are small pockets where there is some damage done or there might be resistance to the, the local police force. Mm. Uh, and now we're not going to talk in about necessarily, you know, the, the reason for this. Mm. I mean, I think there's enough people that are talking about, yes. you know, what's causing this, what's the what's going to happen and all that. Mm. But I, I did want to focus on, I guess, the weaponization of uh, social media in, in the attempt to try and uh, stop or, or create some doubt about these protests. And that's mm. coming apparently uh, coming directly from China. So Right, mainland China. Mainland China, that is. Mm. Uh, yeah, so uh, with, um, you know, China is essentially, you know, closed itself off. There's the Great Firewall of China, which don't allow people within China to access certain social media so, sites. Yeah, the big ones are either Facebook banned. Facebook and YouTube, Twitter, they're, they're essentially banned. Mm. And so, what, so, so the Twitter accounts that have been created have been created purely for Hong Kong. These well, are not... So these are not accounts that are that would exist in China because China doesn't have Twitter. Well, this as is we the thing: it. they we, have an equivalent of their own, don't you, they? They have a Chinese can, equivalent. You can access these services through some VPNs that occasionally work. So, if you're travelling in China, you'll generally need a VPN if you want to access your Gmail account. Right. Sometimes, hmm. if you are they uh, legal? Uh, yeah, they can be, but sometimes there are crackdowns where they just um, you know they they block certain VPNs because they're worried about who's accessing what material, and uh, and China wants to have full control over that. Weibo or Weibo, yeah, Weibo this, this, is, the, is the Chinese version of, of Twitter. Yeah, but this is actual Twitter accounts, so directly with Twitter. Right. And it looks like a lot of these were created <coughs> some years ago, mm. not for the purpose of you know attacking uh, or, or spreading disinformation about this scenario in Hong Kong. Mm. It's just that they wanted these sort of up their sleeve to as a reserve. As a reserve. So mm. it, it appears to be state-sanctioned um, you know, at, attacks on the protesters. Mm. And so what this was is around uh, 200,000 accounts that were believed to be part of the Chinese government influence campaign were actually targeting the protest movement in Hong Kong. And so what they were doing is they were spreading misinformation about that. They would take um, you know, photos and they would you know, write essentially memes or, or looking for the worst of the worst scenarios that were happening throughout Hong Kong and highlighting those mm. and spreading those messages by using a VPN to get the message out on Twitter and then spreading that message out to, um, you know, to people within Hong Kong or in the you know, surrounding area. And to try to sort of turn 
turn the tide against the public opinion. Right, of this. within yeah. Hong Kong. Yeah, within yep. Hong Kong. So, and, so and also to, to the put pressure community. on the protesters. I think that um, well, one suggestion was that um, you know to, to kind of depict them as violent criminals rather than people with a with a legitimate complaint. Exactly. And if China can get the rest of the world even on their side and say, well, well, look at these terrible protesters. Look at the damage they're doing. I mean, they've been cutting down. You know, earlier we were talking about uh, surveillance and CCTV. You know, cameras. Well, Hong Kong, uh, in some cases, they've been chopping down some of the the camera systems so that they don't get caught under this facial recognition system. And that's why they're wearing masks and their glasses Mm -hmm. and other ways to cover their face. Umbrellas. They're carrying um, umbrellas, lasers lasers to Mm. try and block the the video. Look, there, there is definitely pockets of areas where it's um, it's more aggressive. Uh, they're fighting for their right, what they believe is the right, and somewhat independent from the mainland China. Now, that is destined to end in, uh, I think, 2047. I think yeah, they've got 50 years yeah. from 97. Yeah, so, right. so we're about halfway yep. through mm. of, of where... Uh, mm. and So they've got quite a long way of kind of keeping the peace in Hong Kong. That's right, like, yeah. No. And, and so China has been, and from all accounts here, has been attempting to change the, the you know, the, the public's opinions. You know, mm. there's, I would look just based on anecdotal evidence, there are many supporters of people in Hong Kong, the protesters that are saying, well, we don't want to be extradited to Beijing based on something that happens in China. And that's why they're out there fighting. I mean, uh, Kerry Lam, who is you know the head of Hong Kong, you know they're out there fighting for their you know, part of the country. And, and so this this Twitter and social media presence, it's not just Twitter. There was also some YouTube accounts and there were some Facebook accounts, mm. and they were spreading information which would almost you know there is a full report on on Facebook on some of the the pictures that have been used, but it's showing some attacks on police, which I, I don't agree with. I don't think they should be happening, but the actual uh, amount of those is tiny in comparison to the amount of peaceful protests that are happening is there as well. Mm. So, uh, you know, what we're seeing is a very small pocket, a very small portion, and the way that the social media campaign from the China-backed media is making it blown out of proportion. They're making trying to make it look like it is much more violent and much worse than it actually yeah, is. Yeah, as a, as a way of swaying public opinion. Yeah. There's an interesting quote here from an American organisation called PEN America. It's a free speech advocate it's about the freedom to write so it's it's supporting you know the, the freedom to uh, to be able to express yourself through mm-hmm. writing and, and to have that done in, a, in an honest and transparent way pen america welcomed the actions of twitter and other american-based social media companies that have cracked down on on uh, misuse of their platforms uh, and they said quote china's government has denied its citizens access to global outlets for communication that they now turn around and stealthily unleash a campaign of disinformation on the very same platforms represents a new height of hypocrisy that's according to the chief executive suzanne nossel in a statement from pen america so you wanted to look at that website. It's pen.org. Yeah. That American so, so these social networks have shut down these accounts. I mean, mm. it's, not, it's not just China that has fake accounts. There are plenty of fake accounts right around the world. And we've talked about Russia and how they've used uh, fake social media accounts that influence past elections. And most likely they will be influencing future US elections. I'm sure there are fake accounts that uh, exist here within Australia sure. and right around the world. Yes. It's been even suggested to be used in Australian election campaigns. Yeah, so this is, a, you know, this is kind of a tried and tested method of of spreading disinformation and kind of 
pursuing a, an objective by whatever means, you know, including social media. But what, what, what this is, it appears to be state-sanctioned. The Chinese government mm. have said, look, we wanted a coordinated effort to make you know, Hong Kong look bad mm. um, so that we can try and sway opinion. But look, it hasn't really worked. They've been found out. The accounts have been shut down. Even you know, looking at some of the, the posts that have gone up, the opinion is actually swaying more towards the protesters because they can see the truth and the reality that the majority is peaceful and it's only very small pockets. You know, they're trying to highlight something that it may not necessarily be there. So, look, I, I don't know what the end result is going to be for you know China and Hong Kong, whether it will continue. Maybe you know these protests will escalate. Maybe they will de-escalate. I have no idea, but it is just an interesting perspective looking at how social media itself is being used as a bit of a weapon against the people of Hong Kong. Mm, all right, thanks, John. You're listening to Beyond Infinity.